Hey, one of the rites of passage in saying goodbye to summer and hello to fall is Labor Day weekend and college football. Hello, everyone. Bill Barty, host of the Carolina Outdoors. However, with that being said, a lot is changing in football, but as always, a lot stays the same. Ed Billick, host of Carolina Focus and a member of the WBT sports team, is going to join us on the Carolina Outdoors to have a look at the opening day of college football and what it means to us fans. Ed, welcome to the Carolina Outdoors. Bill, it's always a pleasure to join you guys on the outdoors. You know, I even uh, I gave you a little kudos uh, for this Sunday's Carolina Focus because we're going to play the interview you did with Langston Wirtz and talking high school football here in the Charlotte area. Always insightful, so thank you for doing that. But uh, I'm, I'm happy to be with you this, uh, this morning and talking some, uh, talking some football. Well, we're going to jump in and talk about it. Of course, the high schoolers have kicked it off. A lot of competitive games. Langston Wirtz with the Charlotte Observer covering those. If people want to hear that uh, episode, tune into Carolina Focus uh, on several of the uh, stations here with Radio 1. Tommy Fradenberg on the other side of the glass is going to warm up his microphone as well as I introduce. Is on? There is it thing is. On? <laughs> Listen, Tommy, I don't know if you or the Carolina Outdoor listeners know this, but Ed comes from a sports city. Pittsburgh, oh, yeah. yeah, it's had its share of football for sure. The Pitt Panthers won the national title back in the late 70s. We won't even get into the Steelers in the NFL or the in their dynasty that they've had through the 70s, and then they had another one in the 90s. You know, my uh, mom actually moved around a bunch um, when she was growing up, but she uh, spent her early years in the in Pittsburgh in those early dynasty years. In the really? So, really? Um, she also spent some time in, you know, a bunch of other places, but she happened to be there when the uh, Steelers were running rampant. So, Well, so that's what runs in Ed Billick's veins so I get um, as well. But we're going to change the subject here because we're going to ask for a bit from both of you, a Southern perspective and uh, – uh, of course, the biggest conference that's making the most money is the Big Ten, which is predominantly made up of Midwestern schools. And, of course, the SEC is right there with them with primarily Southern teams. Uh, the closest which is with uh, is uh, uh, down in Columbia, USC, which is having their do- debut for this season here in Charlotte at Bank of America Stadium. Against the real Carolina. Against the other Carolina. The real Carolina. <laughs> Tommy Fredenberg's North Carolina. Yes, sir. Uh, the ACC, of course, located here in uh, Charlotte now. And ESPN's uh, SEC network is located here in Charlotte. With all of that being said, uh, delving into it, Ed, what is your perspective um, with what you see in the landscape of college football and the tradition of college football in the South? Um, what are you seeing? Are the is the fan base still as rowdy and as um, heartful as they were back in the day, or? Is there some of that eroding with the business of college football? I don't think, guys, I don't think at this point that erosion is affecting the fan at this time. I mean, you got the, uh, you got the Duke Mayo Bowl, of course, with North Carolina and South Carolina. That's a nice little rivalry. I mean, when you go back to uh, on Saturday, Penn State will be playing West Virginia. That is, from back where I came from, that's a big game. I got to put this in place, though. The backyard brawl, which was always Pitt and West Virginia, they're right. going to do that again. But Penn State will not play Pitt. 
They refuse to play Pitt because they don't want to get embarrassed. So you still have some of those great discussions, some of those rivalries that are coming back. But to answer your question, my son went to the University of South Carolina to Gamecocks. I was down there for a Texas A&M game. You want to talk about rowdy? You want to talk about tailgating? You want to talk about passionate fans? Bill, I don't know if there's much of a difference here in the South, up north, out in Texas. This is a time of the year where families get together. I think you even said it on your show a couple weeks ago. It's time now. Summer's over. We did, you know, beaches with some, you know, the families. Now big-time friends get together and tailgating and all that. I think it's a wonderful time of the year. I think the passions are everywhere in this country. Of course, rivalries are one of the things that are reportedly also being lost due to expansion and league uh, uh, universities changing leagues. Now, Tommy, you come a few decades behind Ed, I and I do as well. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and when we use the term traditions of college football, does it mean the, the same to you as you think it may mean to Ed or, or I? I mean, I probably there's some similarities there at least. Um, cause I can, I can still remember, you know, the ACC before they even started purging the big East teams, um, you know, back in the early 2010s. Um, and you know, I remember a lot of the ACC rivalries that, you know, theoretically could be going away if Florida state or Clemson end up bouncing, um, and that kind of thing. But, you know, even elsewhere, you know, games like Notre Dame, USC, to me, they're still going to be able to be played. They've showed that they don't have to play in a conference to play each other necessarily. So while some of these conferences are going to be changing and, yeah, maybe we won't get some of the games like the Backyard Brawl every year like we would like or the Red River Rivalry like we'd like every year, but the schools want to make it happen and you'd think they would want to make it happen because those are big games, um, I think we could still we'll still see them. Well, um, maybe not as much, but we'll still see them. Uh, and, and voice right there, Tommy Fredenberg on the other side of the glass. Ed Billick is on the phone. Bill Barty, your host here. Of course, the Duke Mayo. Ed, you mentioned the Duke uh, Mayo Bowl that's coming up between the Tar Heels and mm-hmm. the Gamecocks, which are two founding member universities of the ACC back you know, in the you day. Know, back in the no, day. Bill, I got I, I to say this. It was North Carolina South Carolina first played – 120 years ago, they have met for 59 times, and uh, Sharon Thorsland's Tar Heels will lead the series 35 to 20 with four ties. So back yeah. to Tommy's point, some of this stuff goes back a century. But the other point too is the younger fans—they're going to be creating new rivalries with new new conference well, setups. So you, we may lose a little bit, but I think we're going to also gain a little bit. And at the end of the day, as well, you know, we could talk about this and that. You know, in the off season, it's, it's a lot of a lot of good talking points, and oh, we're losing these games, losing this game. At the end of the day, on Saturday, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, people are going to be in the stands. People are going to be cheering for whoever their team is playing against. And yeah, maybe it's not Oklahoma, Texas, but if the game's good, the game's good, and that's what people will end up caring about. So with that, I, being, I gotta, oh, go ahead, Ed, jump in. I'm just going to say, Tommy and Bill, both you answer this question. How do you decide? I mean, I just looked at this weekend's schedule. How do you guys decide what, how you're going to spend your Saturday, what games you're going to watch, or when you're going to do some of your errands and some of your honeydews? But how do you guys set up your Saturday? Because it's probably good advice for everyone listening, but I'm sure everyone has their own way. Uh, Tommy? 
So yeah, basically what I do, because I uh, I actually consider myself a fan of three teams that happen to be in the ACC, so I try to basically schedule uh, everything that I need to get done around when those games are. Fortunately and un- or unfortunately, you know, sometimes they overlap and I can kind of watch, watch, you know, UNC and Syracuse at the same time, or Syracuse and Wake Forest at the same time, or whatever. Um, but, you know, I really just kind of have to structure it around the games of the teams I care about. And it makes it kind of difficult sometimes to watch games that would be fun as a neutral. But you got to, you know, give and take. And, and Ed, my answer is, of course, we're having a, uh, a tailgate party to some degree over at Jesse Brown. So I'll be working and uh, whoever created the remote control is my hero because I'll just be flipping <laughs> around all day while I am at work. And we'll have a Tar Heel cooler and a Gamecock cooler and see who gets the most drinks at Jesse Brown's. But then uh, when I get home, I'll just be uh, wearing the batteries out in that remote. That channel yeah, buttons see, look real everyone, worn. Everyone has their own thing. Get get all your errands done early in the morning before college game day, which college game day is in Charlotte. I do have one more question as Tommy's telling me to, to keep it short. But, uh, Ed, I'm going to ask you this first because we're talking football, but let's talk about going to a game. Uh, we love the schools, the cheerleaders, the band, the music the band plays, the alums getting together, the tailgating, the food a nighttime game versus a day game. Ed, what's your favorite thing besides the sport of football about going to see college football? Let me go back to, uh, you know, years ago when I, my son was at Texas A&M. Of course, everyone is in their Aggie colors. Everyone's practicing the cheers. You're at a tailgate. Yeah, a couple adult beverages, some cornhole going on. You see divided families, you know, one's for I'll just University of Texas, the other one's for A&M. The walk to the stadium on a beautiful fall day. I mean, the Christmas in the air or the humidity, whatever it is, <laughs> all that just gets your blood flowing. And sometimes when you hear that band marching into the stadium, you get a little goosebumps on you. I don't know why that is. Yes, uh, It's maybe just my love for football or love for, for the game. Halftime. I mean, you know, normally people go and they hit the restroom, get a hot dog or whatever. I love staying for halftime and watching the, the, the bands play because that is all college football. And just the um, the excitement with the students, the excitement with the alums, I, it, it doesn't get any better than that. Well said. I think I'm right there with you, and uh, that's part of what this kickoff is. Of course, Ed, as you mentioned that, uh, UT, uh, the Longhorns, and uh, – uh, the Sooners have joined the SEC, so they may get to see a little bit more of the, the Texas Aggies, Texas A&M Aggies as well. But Ed Billick, we look forward to listening in to Carolina Focus every Sunday on the Radio 1 stations, and thank you for joining us here on the Carolina Outdoors. Bill, thanks for having me. Uh, Tommy, uh, you're in good hands with Tommy, that's for sure. And, uh, guys, you have a great weekend. You too. Appreciate you, Ed. Off he goes and off Tommy and I go. But just for a moment, we're going to come back on the other side and continue the conversation. You're listening to the Carolina Outdoors.